everyone and welcome. I'm Jennifer and you are listening to the Ego Next Door podcast. Today, we will be looking at real-life examples of narcissists in action and how their behavior relates to the manipulation tactics discussed on the last episode and getting down to terms such as scapegoat, enabler, and flying monkeys. Now, let's look at different accusations that I have made to a narcissist, but you shouldn't, and have resulted in counter-statements which serve as a perfect display of their hypocritical and emotionally immature nature. All of them are linked to one specific thing, and that thing is direct confrontation. In other words, calling a narcissist out on their bullshit. So, brace yourselves, here we go. You tell a narcissist they are selfish, the likely response will be, I'm selfish because I care about you? Everything I do is thinking about you. I'm not selfish, you're just ungrateful, because you can't see that what I'm doing is for your good too. Then you'll hear something along the lines of, all I've ever done is think about other people, I never put myself first, and this is what I get. Great, you're just like the rest of them. You tell a narcissist that they are attention-seeking, or they always make things about them, you're in for trouble. They'll make you feel bad for accusing them by brushing it off with things like, What's the problem with wanting recognition for my success? Or, I can't believe you would accuse me of that. How dare you? You tell a narcissist they never listen, prepare to be insulted. Yeah, I listen, but what you say is boring. You have got nothing new to say. It's repetitive and annoying to hear you. You tell a narcissist they always think they're right or that they never apologize. You are signing up for a workshop. They will be eager to present you with a PowerPoint of all the little times they provided you with basic knowledge and somehow at the time you missed it, so that can only mean that they are usually right and you should start trusting them more than you trust yourself. They will also be sure to guilt you and give it enough time, you will find yourself apologizing for things you didn't even do or say. You tell a narcissist that they need help they will tell you that it's everyone else who has a problem. Bonus points if you are already in therapy, then they will insult your lack of results and improvement in treatment by saying something like, no, you need help, and the help you're getting is clearly not working. You tell a narcissist that they are playing the victim or that they're always wrongfully blaming others? They're playing the victim? What about you? With all of these accusations and disregard for their feelings, Take a good hard look in the mirror. You're the one who keeps insulting me and making me feel bad for caring so much about you. You tell a narcissist that they are fake, they will definitely turn it around you. Why do you hurt me like this? Do you gain pleasure from making me suffer? Why do you insist in doubting me when you're the one who never tells me anything? I can never trust you anymore. I just don't know if you're going to hurt me and attack me again, they'll say. You tell a narcissist that they are not that special, that their accomplishments are not that impressive, prepare to see the child and them go insane. But they probably won't show it. Instead, they will attempt to shame you and destroy your self-esteem. Oh, I'm not that special? What about you? You get fired for most of your jobs, you can't even keep a boyfriend, you have only one friend, your dad didn't even care for you after the divorce, and I'm not even going to get started on your shitty art, terrible singing, and you're not even that smart. If you were, you wouldn't be treating me like this. You tell a narcissist that they are overreacting, 
or that they always take things to you personally, they will tell you that they have been patient for far too long and that they just can't take it anymore. Then they will accuse you of gaslighting and invalidating their oh-so-special feelings. Do you know how much I've had to take from you since you were born? You cried so much when you were a baby, I couldn't even do things without having to hear you whining all the time. Feeling a little daring? Tell a narcissist the ultimate truth. Say, you're controlling, you manipulate people, you have no empathy, and you are exhausting to be around. You're in for a rage attack, or worse, a megalomaniac discourse. You're the one who can never handle the truth, have a hard time admitting when you are wrong, and you just can't help yourself, you're an inferior human being. They've gone through a lot in their lifetime. They've lived through so many things. They are so experienced in the art of living and being intelligent that something must be very wrong with you if you cannot see that you're the one who is ungrateful because they're sharing their wisdom and you dare to question them. They're going to get up and quickly get their papyrus roll of all the things they have done to you because they love to keep score. Relationships with narcissists are often hostile, and they will regularly leave you walking on eggshells, making you become a pro at detecting and looking out for other people's needs instead of your own. The examples I gave here are directly from specific things that I heard for pretty much 30 years until deciding to go no contact. According to PhD experts and psychologists, Narcissists lack a positive emotional connection to themselves. Due to their underdeveloped sense of self and lacking internal resources, they constantly require validation from others to cope. When a narcissist feels hurt or has their feelings of superiority questioned, they may respond by devaluing the person they believe to be the cause of their harm. This is why they attempt to control you and they use these tantrums because it is the only way that they can channel their rage. In fact, they go from pain to rage in a heartbeat. Witnessing these tantrums can be so frightening that both as a child and as an adult, it is difficult to not give in to them, especially if you know that once you give in, the rage will settle and suddenly you will be regulating their emotions. Soon enough, you will forget that you exist. And if now you think that that's an exaggeration, it is most likely because you haven't seen their mask fall off or realized who exactly you are dealing with just yet. Narcissists have a discreet way to attribute special roles to the people in their lives. Most of everything a narcissist does is to fulfill their narcissistic supply. Narcissistic supply is a mental addiction in which the narcissist seeks never-ending special treatment, admiration, priority, or validation to satisfy their feelings of entitlement and self-centeredness. First and foremost, they rely on enablers. Enablers often end up facilitating the abuse or becoming abusers themselves. Enablers often worship the narcissist and provide the narcissist with the supply they need to receive the attention they casually crave. They can be quite ignorant and in denial because deep down, they also get a hit from the approval of the narcissist. Then we have the flying monkeys. The term flying monkey comes from the Wizard of Oz. This term was coined because in the film, the wicked witch commands the monkeys to do her dirty work, terrorizing Dorothy and her dog. People end up being flying monkeys because they believe in the lies narcissists feed them, or because they are too weak-minded. Flying monkeys don't want to end up being the scapegoat. 
So if they have hints of truth, instead of potentially fighting a narcissist, they become part of their fan club. This ends up being very convenient to them, especially since, as a flying monkey, they will have the narcissist's temporary respect and attention. However, if the narcissist loses their scapegoat or enabler, they will most likely convert flying monkeys into a scapegoat. If the flying monkey realizes this and falls from grace, they might reach out to apologize to the scapegoat who left. However, more often than not, the relationship will be too strained to patch things up again. Now, if you are listening to this, chances are you or someone close to you is a scapegoat. The scapegoat usually has a gentle personality and is kind, and unlike common misconception, can actually be quite talented and intelligent. Narcissists don't always go for the weak because they are easier to manipulate. Narcissists' preferred target are those with traits and characteristics they admire, because they believe it will rub off on them, and give them the spotlight that they crave so much. Funnily enough, once the scapegoat has been chosen, they will be used as a means to deflect attention from the real conflict, and embody the rejected parts of the narcissist's ego. Scapegoats are often the ones who make the first move to forgive or apologize. Scapegoats have often been ignored, dismissed, discredited, or shamed, told they cannot do anything right, and blamed for being the problematic one. Their vulnerabilities have been picked on and magnified, which makes them isolate from others and feel unloved and unlovable. But what can a potential scapegoat do to avoid becoming the scapegoat? Or if already one, how can a scapegoat release itself from those chains and finally gain back control of themselves and of their own peace? On the next episode, along with more about my personal story, I will show you why I should never underestimate the power of narcissism. Thank you for listening to the Ego Next Door podcast. See you soon, and I hope you have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to hear more, don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you would like to access all our updates and free resources, make sure to follow us on our socials at Ego Next Door on Instagram and Twitter. The Ego Next Door podcast is presented solely for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. The content here is not intended to serve as a substitute for the consultation, diagnosis, or medical treatment of a qualified healthcare provider. Reliance on any information provided here is at your own risk. If you or someone you know is in crisis or experiencing suicidal thoughts, please reach out immediately to someone who can help right away. Call your national emergency services or go to the nearest hospital.